You're listening to a podcast, the Ellie Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. And I am Alexi Castro. And this is actually now your third podcast with me. Woo, 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 woo. So you're like a, a regular now, I guess. <gasps> I'm a regular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how's it feel? I feel great. Now, the last podcast we did, we talked about uh, middle school, right? Mm-hmm. That you're about to enter middle school. Uh, and we talked about uh, your date that you had, right? Yeah. And, uh, and you listened to it with your mom. How did you think you did? What are the reviews? Um, it was good. It was good because I can say that I'm a part of it, and I say that I narrated it perfectly. Yeah, so you gave yourself a, uh, an A? An A plus, 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 minus, plus. So let me ask you about grades. Who do you think is tougher on you, uh, me or your mom? You. Why? Well, because I, I'd say mom is tougher on me, but you're tougher on me when you get angry. Well, explain like, that. Well, I mean, like, mom has that kind of scary kind of thing but you when you get mad and you say go to your room i i don't know it's just so scary and my heart stops and like wait a minute, wait a minute. let's slow down mom has what scary thing like um we get i get in a lot of trouble with her you didn't hear that from me um okay but when i get in trouble with you you there's two options you either let it go or you send me to my room so when I send you to your room, you say you say your heart drops. Yep. And why is that? Because I know from uh, experience that you're gonna have a talk with me, <laughs> and so those are always the worst. You, you go to your room and you're dreading the talk. Yep. Okay, that, and that's usually me in the living room, just kind of figuring out what what I'm gonna say <laughs> in the like, talk. Let's write this down. So let's get back to mom, because that's a, that's a little bit more interesting. So you say you get in trouble a lot with mom. So what's mom's reaction when you get in trouble? Yells. She yells? hmm See, I would almost think that if I told mom that, she'd say, what are you talking? <laughs> what? I do not yell. So what, is she, what kind of things does she say? Uh, there's two options with her. I either get in big trouble or something like that, or when I'm mad, we just laugh. Wait, so I'm the worst one. I, it seems like uh, with me, your heart drops and, and you're dreading stuff. And with her, it's like, uh, what, you're just laughing? No, it's when I'm mad. It's when I, like, I'm just mad. So when you get really mad, you guys just laugh the night away? No, no, no. She laughs and I can't stop myself from laughing. So you're saying that mom can always make you laugh when you're mad? No. She laughs because I have this weird face when I get mad Oh, okay. I, so you like so your anger makes her laugh, mm-hmm. and then when she laughs, you laugh. Yep. Oh man, and that just ruins everything, doesn't it? Yeah. There's nothing worse than when you want to be mad and then you can't help but laugh, right? That's the worst, right? Yeah. So that's kind of like what I've always been able to do to you since you were little, right? <laughs> I can always make you laugh, and I hate it. But why does that upset you? Because sometimes I just want to be mad, then you just take it all out of me. With laughter. Yes. See? Yeah, because life is so much better. When you're mad. So explain everybody what we're doing today. We are going to Universal and not to just have fun. We... Wait a minute. You just made it sound like we're going to to Universal to have a horrible time. (laughs) Well, I mean, we're not going to like go on all the rides. So we have this tradition um, and it started out in New York, actually. When we saw this caricature guy um, drawing with uh, chalk, was it? Uh, like I think some so. Some sort of chalk. Yeah. And so I say, hey, let's go get that. So we go there. He um, was great. 
he gave me lots of muscles. Yeah, he, he captured yeah. he captured dad's uh beard perfectly. Uh-huh. And there was a limousine about like 500 feet away from us. Yeah, we were not I don't know. I don't know where he got that from cuz we didn't <laughs> a step parallel out of parallel universe. Yeah, we didn't step out of a limousine. He gave you uh huge muscles, huge biceps <laughs> which you clearly did not have. <laughs> and uh, uh what what else did he put? He, yeah, he made my head really big. Oh, yes. I was wearing a tuxedo. Yeah. Which I clearly was not. <laughs> so I don't know what he was thinking. Uh, he gave Emmeline, like, this very fancy dress holding roses. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, I'm not. No. But that's us, like, if we were perfect. Oh, okay. Okay. So we he, ain't perfect. No, we're not. So then what happened uh, the next year or last year? Well, this is when the tradition really began. Mm-hmm. So we were at this festival. Mm-hmm. And we saw another character. So we had no idea that that day, the 23rd of March, was the exact day we got the New York character. So when we saw the date, we were like, oh, that should be our tradition. So last year's, uh, Emmeline was not happy with it. Um, because it almost, it made her hair look like she had had a, a hat on. Like for a week straight, so her hair was all flat. Oh, yeah. And she hated that. She hated that a lot. I wore a hat uh, for some reason, did not take it off. So I looked like uh, an auto mechanic snuck in the picture. But you loved the way you looked. Yeah. Okay. So as long as you're happy with the caricature, <laughs> we're good, right? Yeah, we all good, yo. So this time we are going to Universal Studios because that's the place that I think we're going to be able to find somebody to draw our caricatures. Yeah, I think I saw someone in like City Walk or something. Like caricatures, get them now. Right. So, is there a pose that you're thinking about for this one? Do you have something in mind? Let me think. Nope. Okay, you're just gonna. We'll just see how this uh, caricature guy poses me. Any Be suggestions? Like, yeah, I'll tell him. Give me a beard and give me some biceps, and make my shirt off, and I have abs, six pack abs. Now while we're there. Uh, are we going to get on any rides at all? Uh, You said one. Well, yeah. I mean, we can get on one. We can get on two. If we get on one, do you have one in mind? Well. A roller coaster, maybe? Uh, No, because nobody knows this about me except my closest friends. But I have a phobia of roller coasters. You know, a lot of people are scared of roller coasters. You know that, right? Yeah. But okay. now everybody who watches listens to this. No. But a lot of people who listen to this podcast are like, yeah, I don't like roller coasters <laughs> either. Up top, man. Now, why don't you like roller coasters? Well, I mean, if it was like a fast roller coaster and it didn't have any drops, like a whoosh, 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 like that. That's just a train. Basically. Yeah. So you like getting on like the L in Chicago or like a subway. <laughs> this is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. As long as it goes straight and it doesn't drop, it just <laughs> drops me off. Yeah, I hate the drop feeling. So for, if you hate the drop feeling, then you definitely hate the upside down loop-de-loop. I once went on uh, a roller coaster, Twin Dragons, because my friend wanted to go on it, and I'm like, "All right, let's do this." Yeah, that's that's so, the def- that's the definition of peer pressure. When I got yeah, <laughs> when I got on there, I was crying. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, why did I do this?" Yeah, you were, and so and- it was like, it was like slowly going up. I'm like, I scream at my friend, "You said this didn't have any drops. Yeah. You said that didn't this didn't start out going up." I was there with you, so let's let's tell the story the way it happened. All right. Okay, so, so 
So they were excited to get on this roller coaster, and you guys were hanging out, and you were like, yeah, yeah, where are we going to go to next? And they were like, let's go on that one. And you're like, yeah, yeah, let's just keep hanging out. And you get in line, and you guys are just hanging out, and the closer we get there, and you're starting to see the roller coaster, and you're starting to see the people, oh, and you hear the screams, and then you got really quiet, right? And then we all split up into our, our individual lines because there's two per car. So it was it me was? and you. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was me and you, and then all your friends were behind us. And you got really quiet. And I was like, hey, you okay? And you were just nodding. You were just kind of in your own world. And I thought, hey, listen, it's going to be okay. You know, it's going to be over really fast. I'm with you. I'm going to be here with you. And I didn't even want to be in that ride, okay? okay? Uh, me neither. I, like when you said, are you around? I'm like, no. Yeah, no, no. You may have thought that, but you didn't say that. You just nodded away. So then it was like the lady came up. She was like, all right, right this way. Make your way. You know how they talk really fast. Yeah, let's uh, go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, put the bar down. Let's go. Here we go. You just like started like almost like a tear started squeezing out of your eye. And I'm like, oh, come on, bubs. So then you sat down. They, they put the, the bar down. And you were, I mean, you were in a zone. I looked over at you. You were just looking down. And I was like, oh, you okay? And you were crying. But like you were trying to like stop yourself from crying. It's hard. Like I was very scared and then scared turned into sad yeah and every, and everybody else was like oh here we go i'm so excited this is the best day of my life and you're like praying i think you <laughs> I was like praying. here we go god um don't make me die on this you were re- and so the thing starts and again you grabbed my hand remember that oh yeah so i grabbed you- your hand very tight yeah really really tight and i was like all right it's gonna be okay and i'm talking to you it's gonna be okay when that thing dropped Oh my God. Okay. I could no longer talk to you because I had to like, you know, like, yeah, I'm trying to survive myself. Right. So what I thought was remarkable that in the middle of the ride, during the ups and downs and upside downs, yeah, you just like became really calm. Like you weren't even squeezing my hand anymore. You were just almost like in a meditative state. And I was like, and I was like looking at you in all this chaos and you have your eyes closed and you almost have this smile. Like you're just in a different plane. You know what I mean? <laughs> so the, the rice, I'm like, oh my God, he passed out. I thought you were like, you know, unconscious. I'm like, I'm going to have to get paramedics because he's knocked out. The ride stops. You open your eyes. You smile. And I scream, that was awesome. Yeah. yeah. And all of a sudden, now you couldn't stop talking about it. You were like, yeah. And I went in this ride. And it was amazing. And you were telling everybody about it. Can you believe it? Yeah. But if someone asked me to go in that again, I'd be like, nope. But that's exactly what happened. They're like, oh, man, we, we should do that again. You were like, nah. I don't think so. I'm good. We'll just skip to the part where we uh, eat ice cream. Let's just go eat ice cream. Yeah. You know, in talking about roller coasters, I started thinking about things that I was scared of when I was your age. Mm-hmm. You know, like other stuff besides roller coasters, like like the boogeyman. Oh. Like, What's like a, a boogeyman for you? Well, I don't believe in him anymore, but uh, I think of him as a shadow. Mm-hmm. That creeps out from your closet. What is it with these closets? They get bad reputation. You don't like closets? Um, No, I'm okay with them now. But when I was younger, I just hated that closet opening. So you always wanted it closed? Yes. I'd be like, Mom, can you close this? Yeah, I was always afraid of like what was under my bed. Really? 
Yeah, yeah. Like, like I just, I was always afraid that like there was something or someone just kind of like hiding under the bed, and and if I looked under, it would like grab me and just like yeah, pull me under. I always think of like something creeping out from the closet, like sort of like a lizard, but a man, like just that should be in a horror film. And like just like coming up and like putting his hands up and just snatching me and pulling me into the closet and just closet clothes. And what would be in that closet? Um, I think you would have like a secret chamber, a torture chamber. A torture chamber. What do you? How do you get this? What What do you get this from? I don't let you watch movies like that. <laughs> what are you getting these ideas from? <laughs> My imagination. So what are you scared of now? Um, well, I'm losing my fear of the dark. Well, what do you mean you're losing your fear? You still sleep with a nightlight. As a matter of fact, you here, want the nightlight on. You want the hallway light on. You want like the uh, bathroom light on. So what do you mean you're getting over your fear of the dark? Well, I still like a, light, a nightlight because I used to love sleeping in the day. Like mm-hmm. I used to love sleeping when the light was on. Mm-hmm. But like I'm okay like sleeping in like a pitch black room. As long as, like, I can't hear anything. But it's when my mom tells me to get something from the kitchen when it's fully dark. And I have it. The lights are on. When I put them off and I turn my back, I get so freaked out. And I just run. And I think every time I run, I, th- I always think something's chasing me. <laughs> so the, mind, the mind is a crazy thing, isn't it? Yep. Because there's nothing behind you, but you're convinced that there's something behind me. Something like what? Um, I used to think of a vampire. Now I just think of shadows or something. Something, I don't know what's behind me. I just know that there's something behind me waiting to grab me. You know what I used to be really scared of when I was your age? What? Old people. Yeah, like a really old person would really, really scare me. I don't know why. And I, I, maybe it's common, maybe it's not. I don't know, but I don't think it is. I remember when I was little, um, and uh, one of our neighbors used to babysit me, and her father used to live with her, and he was really, really old, right? Okay. I don't know, because to me, he was super old. And I remember one day I had uh, woken up from my nap, and yeah. I was coming out of the room, and he was coming out of his room um, down the hallway. Uh-uh. And all I did was look over, and he was like, you know, using his cane. And he was really, really old, and I just freaked out. And I ran, not just like down the hallway. I ran out of the house. Like I left the house and went like running down the street, screaming. And I remember her like having to chase me, like, what, what's the matter? And I was like, "Ah." and I was trying to, you know, communicate to her (laughs) that, you know, her father had freaked me out. But how do you do that? You know, like your father is creepy. Yeah. You're, oh, this old man. And this, uh, and then she's like, come back in the house. And I'm like, that's where the old man is. (laughs) Are you crazy? (laughs) (laughs) That's where my death is. Another phobia I have is bad grades. So I had a nightmare last night and I didn't tell you. Okay, so the nightmare was about my teacher, my math teacher. And I had gotten, I think, like four papers. One with a, uh, a 56, one with a 66, another one with a 66, and I think another one with a 75. And my teacher looked at my grades and, and had said, All right, you need to show these to your parents and get them signed. And I'm like... So like, and I think he said I had like a week to do it. So a week to get them signed. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. It's a dream. Okay. (laughs) And I come home. uh, I don't know whose house I went to, but um, 
I think it was your house. That's why I was so scared. Oh, great. Why am I such a villain? Because you look at me, you're like, what is this? All right, go on with your dream, though, because I'm excited about this. Go ahead. So I didn't tell you because it's a dream, and I that had haunted me. So for some odd reason, in the middle of the night, I took my papers, and for some odd reason, I had a lighter, so I lit them on fire. Wait a minute. So you were supposed to get them signed? Ah! You were supposed to get them signed, and you dreaded showing me the papers to mm-hmm. get them signed. That was the assignment to get them signed. So rather than show them to me, you lit them on fire. It's a weird dream. So how do you think your teacher would have reacted when you went back and said, um, yeah, my parents didn't sign it. I burned it. I burned the papers. Well, yeah. I probably would have gotten expelled. Thank goodness it was a dream. <laughs> um, so so I, even- no, I woke up. I had completely forgotten the dream. Mm-hmm. So about at 8.50, I was making myself breakfast. And the dream suddenly comes back into my memory. And I just say, oh, thank goodness that was a dream. Yeah, thank goodness. Because <laughs> that's crazy. Because you, you imagine you'd rather burn your, <laughs> your bad grades. But that reminds me, actually, and this was not a dream. Uh, when I was around your age... I had gotten a a bad grade. Like uh, what? C plus. Oh no, it can't be. C plus. C plus. <laughs> C plus. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it was really bad. I remember in in my grade school, I had to get all my tests signed by uh, my ouch, parents. Ouch! Ouch! Yeah. So right after we got our vocabulary test uh, grades back, we had gym. And I remember being in gym class crying uh, because I was thinking of what Poppy's reaction oh, was going to yes. be. Yeah. So I remember I was crying. And, you know, my teacher was like, why are you crying? We're playing dodgeball. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so I remember, like, using that as an excuse. Like, oh, because I'm going to get hit in the head, you know. And all my friends were making fun of me because, you know, here's this kid crying before dodgeball. You know what I mean? Not even during dodgeball or after, before. And the teacher was like, well, come here. Come to the office. Yeah, so she was like, why are you crying? And I was like, I don't know what my father's going to do to me. And that was the wrong thing to say because they called Bobby. Uh-oh. And they were like, sir, your son is afraid of you and what you will do to him. And I'm hearing that conversation and I'm crying even more because now I'm like, I just made this worse. Okay. Yeah. At that point, I wish I had just burned the test. You know what I mean? Like you, like you did in your nightmare. Like, can, can, can I, I just, just burn my grade point average? Yeah, please. Because this just got, this just went from bad to worse. You just explained my thoughts about my father. Yeah. I'm, I regret everything. I regret it. I just want to play dodgeball, please. Just Let, somebody. Just, can we just go to gym? Yeah, somebody just throw a ball at my head, okay? So I can feel so much better. And uh, and later on, I, I went home and and I had to face Puppy. But Puppy was, uh, like at that point, it's like, I'm not, now I can't hit you, right? Uh, I can't give you a cogotazo or a correazo because your teachers are already unnoticed. You're like, you already told on me. You know what I mean? <laughs> so now I have to like, you know, like lecture you. And basically he was telling me, you know, don't do that. You know, next time you get a bad grade, just come home and, and face the music, you know. What Don't, music? There's going to be blood. No, not blood. Just, uh, you know, a correazo. But but that, you know, that that was a fact of life back then. That's what that's what you did. If you got a bad grade, you know, or if you disrespected your parents, 
that's just the way they disciplined you. You know what I mean? That's that's all they knew. It wasn't bad. It was just all they knew. Now, you know, we know better, right? Yeah. So now you don't get correazos from me. You don't get cocotazos from me, which is why it's so funny how you're so scared of me because I've never like even... Because you have the stone eye glare. It's the glare. It's the yes, glare. Yes, it's the stare you give me when I'm in trouble. It's the glare. Maybe I'm channeling Poppy in that glare. Yeah. And, and maybe the fear you feel is the fear I felt when I was your age. Yep. And now, an inspirational message from Alexi Castro. Live your life happy or live your life sad. Either way, just live your life. Yeah, I like that. See, that's powerful. So how do you come up with these amazing inspirational messages? Well, this this quote was very hard because... I didn't know what to quote, but I just improved it, and yeah, I just did it. It almost sounds like you're telling people, you know, listen, just live, right? It's not that complicated. You don't, you don't have to listen to people to force who force you to make you happy. You just make yourself happy, or live your life sad, or live your life sad, because sad's a good thing too. Yeah. Sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and sometimes you have good inspirational messages like yours, and sometimes you have. Jose's. There's some things that are good and some things that are just Jose. (laughs) So this is something that I've always taken pride in. You know, um, your mother and I have been divorced now for almost eight years. Yeah. So as far as you can probably remember, we've always been uh, divorced, right? Yeah. So, and it's something that I talk about in in my shows that um, Sandra and I um, went through the divorce and we remain to this day very good friends. Yes. But nonetheless, though, I didn't come from um, a divorced home, right? Yeah. Um, So tell me, what is it, how does that feel like? Well, I feel great because now I have two houses to stay at. Oh, that's a nice take on it. Yeah, okay. Because normally uh, a divorce get such a bad uh, rep. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's a, it's a it's almost like a bad thing. Like when someone says, "Oh, guess what? I divorced with so and so." Yeah. People are like, <gasps> "Oh, I'm so sorry." Yeah, I'm so yeah. sorry for your loss. Well, and especially you hear stories about kids that are raised um um, you know, by divorced parents and a lot of stories are are not very good because their parents fight, etc. But I've always taken great pride in the fact that your mother and I um, really don't argue. We don't fight. I mean, yeah. have you ever seen us fight? Oh, no. Have you ever seen us argue? Nope. If I told you that we argued a lot, what would you th- What would you say? I would have said in court. <laughs> Hopefully in court. <laughs> <laughs> so what does it feel like uh, to, to be a, a child of uh, divorced parents? Well, I don't really mind because um, you guys act as if you are still married. Oh, tell me about that. Well, I mean, like, you come over to our house. We barely come over to your house. Yeah, you guys don't come over. <laughs> well, you do, but but like mom, mom, the, mom's like, <gasps> mom's like, I'll just drop you off. Bye bye. Yeah, I don't like doing stairs. <laughs> stairs are not my thing, but it's nice. Uh, I have two houses to stay at, and now that you're divorced, now I get to know some more people like Emmeline, mm-hmm. your girlfriend. And uh, Jason, my mom's boyfriend. Excellent. And you get along with both of them. Yes. And how do you uh, how do you like Emmeline? Uh, she's very nice, very nice. Uh, she treats people with care, and I'm not just saying that because she's a doctor. She's a pediatrician, so that's kind of like, <laughs> it's kind of her in her, in her blood. 
Well, I don't like Jason as much as I like Emmeline because how long have you known Emmeline? A few years. And I think mom's only known Jason like two years. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's okay. So what makes Emmeline different from mom? That's hard. All right. Let's try this one. So what's cool about Jason? Uh, He has very cool hair. He has a New York accent and um, he's kind of like a cool replica of me. Wait, what? Excuse me? Uh oh, wrong words. Yeah, yeah, wrong words indeed. Yes. You are a replica of me, my friend, okay? (laughs) Everyone who sees you says you are a miniature version of me. Listen, we were once in a bus, okay? You were too little to remember. On a public bus in the city of Chicago. And as we're getting off the bus, a complete stranger tells me, hey, you can't deny he's your son. A complete stranger felt the need to tell me that you would look identical to me. So don't tell me that that your mom's boyfriend is a replica of you, okay? You will take that back right now, sir. I take it back. Okay. Sorry about that. I had to, okay. I had to, I had to vent. I had to get that out. I'm good now. I'm good now. I'm good. Okay. Then he's cool. Okay. He's cool. Sounds like I'm jealous, but I'm not. But go ahead. He's you cool. You are. He's cool. He's got cool hair. Whatever. Uh, he's got a New York accent. Don't I have a New York accent? No. What are you talking about? You come from Puerto Rico. I was raised in New York. No, no, no. You were raised in White Plains. White Plains is in New York. All right, so what else does he have? He's cool. He's cool hair. Uh-huh. Go um, ahead. He calls me Slick. He calls you Slick, so that makes him cool? Yeah. <laughs> First of all, tell him your name is Alexi. <laughs> so, so what's cool about Emmeline? Emmeline is a doctor. Mm-hmm. I can always rely on her to get medicine. We don't have to... Make an appointment for a doctor. Oh, so you like the hookup? <laughs> we got we got perks. <laughs> you you like that you get to go straight to the front of the line? Be like, hey, Emily, treat me. Okay. What else? Um, well, she's very nice. Mm-hmm. She gives the best hugs. Oh, the best hugs. Yes. She gives the best hugs. I wonder what mom would say <laughs> to that. Shh, mom. Hey, mom, you give the second best hugs. <laughs> Gee, who gives the best ones? Dad's girlfriend. <laughs> what else? She has curly hair. So not nice hair, just because Jason has cool hair, but Emily just has curly hair. <laughs> oh, that's nice. I can't wait to tell her. Go ahead. <laughs> cool curly hair. Uh, no, one thing I don't like about her is ever since she moved in, she's always polluted the bathroom. Oh, explain what you mean by polluted the bathroom. She has so many hair products and all those girl gizmos and gadgets they're they're called it's called makeup so she has all these little she has all these little uh bottles and 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 oh yes when we were in our first apartment like the whole bathroom like if you open the bottom uh cabinet like there was just a line of makeup and you call that pollution yes okay (laughs) pollution right so you were like what is happening to our apartment what's going on yeah you know what that's called the girl moving in you will go through that in time. In time, there's no hurry because you're only 11. But in time, you will know what it feels like to have a woman move in with you. And it's not just her that moves in with you. It's all of her pollution. <laughs> that was the podcast, the Ellie Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. And I am Alexi, Alexi, Alexi Castro. DJ. For more information on my shows, mi gente, don't forget to go to elliecastro.com. 
And on social media, you can find me under Ellie Castro Comedy. Remember, mi gente, life is so much better when you're laughing. Hasta la próxima. See you next time, everybody.